Round 8 saw the Cats polishing Freo in some fantastic conditions at Optus Stadium. <laughs> Horrendously wet conditions, which you wouldn't want to see being played as an usual fan at all. Interesting game tactically, but they managed to get the job done 6-12-48 to 2-4-16 in Geelong's favour. Four points against Freo. With me here is Zach. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. And Ol. G'day. Back into reviewing the Fremantle game and predicting upcoming round nine against West Coast. First up, the Freo game that has been torrential conditions, Zach. Appalling, appalling conditions really. It makes you flashbacks like the 70s or the 80s. If you had all the mud in the middle yeah. of the ground and the cigarette stuff on the side, you'd be right back to the 70s, I reckon. But that was good to get a win. It's one of those games that you just walk away with the four points. You don't really care too much how you got the win, but we won. Frio were pretty deplorable. Their scoring was pretty low. I think our defence did a pretty good job. Yeah, and um, I think... It was their uh, second lowest score of of their entire history. Correct. Um, so, would have been nice to have, have broken a record and had them ha- held them to the uh, lowest score ever. But uh, Sarong kicked the goal late in the game. So right. Yeah, yeah. Sarong, so right. Yeah. We were so Brad close to that <laughs> that feat right there. But <laughs> speak of the devil. Six changes being made this game. Hendo comes in. One we predicted at some point in time with Chris Scott saying that Henderson will be made available, but with the injuries coming in, probably not. Mm. And the need for the Fords, probably not. Unknown certain conditions when we recorded this episode, probably not. Hendo comes in. Lockie Fogarty comes in. Chook comes in to the mm. fans' delight, finally, to see him. Three more players come in. Duncan comes in, returns from a hamstring, hamstring injury. Tom Stewart returns from an injured shoulder. Yep. And finally, Brad Close makes his debut for the Cats. Mm-hmm. Kicks first goal for the Cats inside 60 seconds. Yeah. Promising signs there, aside from the awesome long sleeves. <laughs> no, t- <laughs> terrific, uh, terrific kick straight through the middle. Uh, very, very enjoyable to, to watch. And... Seemed very excited when he kicked it. So you, it's interesting for me, Zach, that yeah. there's a lot of players that are out at the moment and some of those are coming back later in the season. Yeah. Dalhouse, Ablett, Selwood. not for the moment. So a lot of these players that we have seen, Lockie Fogarty, Sam Simpson in recent weeks, Charlie Constable, Brad Close, will be vying for spots. Mm. How does the Sam Simpson fan club feel about this, first and foremost? And... Oh. <laughs> oh, you're the president. More, more than happy to, uh, to share the load. Or um, just, you know, you want the, you want the players to... Um... <clears throat> so you're resigning as president. That's what you get. <laughs> you can, yeah, yeah. you give an honest answer or what? <laughs> oh, look, I'm, I'm with it. Um... <laughs> nah, um... <clears throat> He was alright. Sam Simpson was 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 alright in, in patches. Didn't make any blaring errors. Yeah. Twelve twelve disposals, six kicks, six handballs, one mark, five tackles. Yeah, five tackles. That's that's what you like to see. Parfit was also good with tackles. I thought Brad Close's hands were, were very good. Um his his handball was effective. Almost uh setting up Hawkins with well, effectively setting up Hawkins with one of the goals that he kicked off the ground. Three. Yeah, little dim type Berbatov. Yeah. Three goals out of our yeah. sixth were scored via poacher goals. Yeah. That's how I like to play my FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the volleys, yeah. Very good, very good. But it's interesting because we come across from this game beforehand we were talking about the guts and the inside. And for there, there was Duncan, there was Guthrie, and Menegol has been fantastic throughout 2020. Had another really good game. All three of them had fantastic games. I think Duncan picked up 30 disposals. Zach, off my mind, I don't know. Sorry, Guthrie picked up 30. Duncan, 26, I think. Yeah, but he had just, a really good... Yeah, just having a look. Mitch Duncan, 26. Sam Menegola, 26. Zach Tui, also 26. Cam Guthrie leading the way, 30 touches for him. So they... Yeah. He was very clean as well. It was very, very clean. They'd be what we'd probably call our 
beast stars. Yeah. If you'd like yeah. to say yeah. Selwood, second, Danger. Second, your yeah. second tier. Oh, second tier. Your second tier came up and performed incredible. And yeah. Zach Tui pushed up forward. Mm. Makes sense. Wet, wet weather game. The Give it to the Gaelic GA footballer. Mike O'Connor had an also a great game in that aspect as well. So the Irish boys did really well all round. But what was interesting for me was that's fantastic that the, the solid grounded players have played over 100 games for the Cats mm. in Duncan and Guthrie and Tui, obviously, not having played 100 games for the Cats, but being an established player for years and years. The mm-hmm. older players putting up against young Cherry, young Brayshaw, young... The, the young guns are Frio yeah. and Frederick and so on and getting the job done in whatever conditions, in rain, hail, shine. Mm. But for me, what's interesting is that the young young boys who played in the group of them, the Sam Simpsons, the Lockie Fogarty's, Chook, Charlie Constable, uh, Brad Close, and how they fared in this game. Mm. And because there's a bunch of people that'll be coming back, not maybe right now, but... In a month to come, or in hopefully sooner. Yeah, who so, will be so taken out? And who keeps that in? Spots? Yeah, how many? How many ever have them going to hold their spots? That's it. Well, you look at who has to come back in. Joel Selwood obviously comes back in. Luke Dowhouse, I'd say would come in. Maybe not an automatic selection. It hasn't set the world on fire, really. But it'd be hard. But it, to has make... it been because of the injury? Do you think? Possibly, it'd be hard yeah. to make a case to keep him out. But you you wouldn't say he's a certainty. Gary Ablett, I don't think we really know. You'd assume he'd come back at some point in the season when that'll be. Mm. Or we, or sure we could yet. have seen his last game already. Hopefully not. Well and truly, but um, yeah, ho- hopefully not. Exactly. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So out of those four players, four or five players, those young kids, I'm saying Chook, Lockie Fogarty, who we haven't seen in Yonkers, Brad Close, the debutant, Sam Simpson, fan page right here, Ollie. <laughs> um, who who really impressed you the most? I think the disposals I think aren't really that important. I think in a game not in like this yeah, one. not in the conditions, not not in a game like this one. So I think we we need to look aside from that. I, I think Close showed enough. It wasn't a night for the big forwards anyway. So I, I think he showed. <sighs> I think it's I, the cleanliness that you look for in a game like this. I, I think it's going to depend on who we play and possibly the ground. I think a lot of it's just going to come back to the structure and what we need. And you look what's happening there. Horses got, horses. It's spot on. And you know, look now, we've got, um, what was it, 33 games in 20 days. Management will probably come in. I don't like making wholesale changes all the time. I like if you've got a team that's winning, you stick that way. But I think given we've got so many games, guys will have to be rested or managed or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the full, well. the, full, uh, the full list will come into mm. consideration. So I think you'd see inevitably most of the players being rested at some point. Now, we're talking about this on Fox footy last week. It was Nick Rewald and Jonathan Brown. And Nick Rewald was saying, well, you should earmark one game where you give yourself a good chance to win. So let's say we play North Melbourne. I think it's at the Gabba in a couple of weeks. North are pretty average, to put it nicely. Mm-hmm. If you were going to go by that, you'd say, well, that's a game we should win. You're back in your second pretty tier. Pretty average. <laughs> I'm being nice. Pretty average. There's other, words, <laughs> there's other words I can use, but they're probably not appropriate. Uh, <laughs> but that that might be a game when you just say, well, you're going to back in Sam Simpson, your closers, your, yeah. your second tier players. Well, let's give all our A graders a rest. Others are saying, well, maybe you should spread it out. You find maybe two or three games and you rest a handful in each. So yeah. th- those are the sort of things that are be coming into the minds for sure. Yeah, and I, I was just with uh, with uh, Hawkins, the possibility of Hawkins missing mm-hmm. this uh, West Coast game, that's what I was thinking, kind of effectively using it as a, as a rest for him because it was... It, yeah. He'd be unlikely to get rests throughout the year. So, for context, there there was an incident during the Fremantle game between Tom Hawkins and Luke Ryan where um, Hawk elbowed Luke Ryan in the neck and the slow Maria Perry didn't look great. Went to the MRO, Michael Christensen. Uh, yep. Yeah. Put, gave one week. Yeah. That has now been appealed by the Cats. And Hawks free to play against West Coast. 
a thousand dollar fine is what's been brought down. What I think we're going to discuss is the merits between actually looking at live play as it is or live replays and slow-mo replays that we saw during that game there because the only live one that was shown that we could see that we have hold of through 7 AFL is behind action. The slow-mo replay was shown in front where you actually see the hook. Mm. But in live action, when it was shown behind Hawk and behind Luke Ryan, it looked like there's nothing in it. Even in the slow-mo as well, it, it, it looks like Hawk is looking down to the point where he doesn't see where Ryan is and just flings the shoulder. I know he has a huge history of this, and this is, what, his seventh time in 88th games, I think? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And there's an argument there of just, come on. like You've yeah. got the physical prowess already. You don't need to be doing these sorts of things. Yeah. That aside, if this was Luke Dowhouse doing this, I don't know, name a player that doesn't usually go to the tribunal, <laughs> then the merits between actually looking at slow-mo replays like we saw versus real-time what do we think here? For me, slow-mo should be out of the book. It really should be look at real time, look at the player's response in real time, and that's it. Simplify it. Mm. We know we're trying to look at reducing head injuries as much as possible, so on. That wasn't a head injury, so to say. Um, I want to hear some of your thoughts here. Do you think oh. it's yeah? Do you think it's uh, like nitpicking basically to um to look at a super slow-mo replay? Because you're going to pick up things that, you know, you don't... Or, or it's always going to make, be made to look worse. They're looking at the slow-mo replays because if you, if you actually look up all these definitions, intentional, non-intentional, low-impact media, or all that nonsense, which, which is so overly complicated, mm. there are so many different loopholes and interpretations of those things. Mm. That's why they need to slow it down because you... You can open it, oh, well, low impact, you need to meet this criteria. Medium impact, you need to meet. And from what you hear, well, they, they meet some criteria both. So they need to slow it down and look at it. can be contradictory. It's incredibly yeah. complicated. Yeah. Does it need to be though, as complicated no. as what they... Yeah. Well, well, don't forget, there's a vendetta against Tom Wilson <laughs> at the MRO. Yeah, yeah. Clearly there they've, is. They've come, oh, up, they've come after him a bit. All, they've come after him a bit over the years because of the size. A bit of a bloody witch hunt out the front of his house. Of course there is. It's unbelievable. They, and it all started against Phil Davis, who's known as one of the biggest divers in the world. Matthew Lloyd, Brad Johnson could keep going. The Velvet Sledgehammer. <laughs> when are people going to realize he's a he's a mountain of a man? Yeah. He's going to make yeah. anyone he touches. Well, of course they're yeah. going to go down because he's yeah. a big man. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. get all the replays. He's a mountain of a man. Yeah. yeah. So so if he makes contact, it's going to be well, heavy, it's going to be heavy contact just because of the sheer size of the guy. If he were to make contact with a with a player that's smaller, um. I can see that this we're, is uh, we're over one complicating of, it. This this one of Zach's. I feel as passionate about this as I do with Sam Simpson. Just move on. Just move on. We will. We will move on. <laughs> I want to tease this out as much as I can now to annoy you, Zach. All right, I'm going home. That's all enough. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it, it's good for Seven AFL or whoever it is showing it, the slow-mo replays, because it's easy to consume for fans at home. Yeah, they that's, see oh, it. that's right. Oh, I can see that action there. Whereas in real time, you wouldn't have seen you, you that. You wouldn't have seen Even it, if you showed the replay in real time two, three times, maybe yeah. four times, people wouldn't have seen it. So that's fair enough. But when it comes to actually looking at the MRO, who's going to see the game? And then the games can't be physically seen in person now. Michael Christensen is watching through 7 yeah. AFL. yeah. And he picks that up. That should be out of the book. That should be not able to actually decide in terms of suspensions, non-suspensions, in terms of incidents through slow-mo replays. Yeah. They provide nothing at all. They can actually alter what's being shown. If any tackle at all, you can change so and make it, it, make it, make it as yeah. slow as you can, make it as fast as you can, and alter the nature of the tackle. Hmm. Mm. Or, or, or yeah, or just end up looking for for things that aren't necessarily 
there or looking for what you want to find. The cockatoo um, tackle look, that we saw in the look, VFL last year, yeah. where he pretty much picked up a ruckman and threw him on the down. ground, yeah. and that was praised. Oh, look at Cocky's. He's back. He's back. And then he picks up a couple of injuries in, that have been since, and we've talked about that. But still, if you slowed that down, and then yeah. he, he threw <laughs> something to the point where you're throwing someone, a ruckman, on the ground, the ruckman's impact has it hit his head, which part of the head, which area, when it was a perfectly timed tackle. So for me, head injuries is all about this. There needs to be some strategy implemented otherwise. Where it's a mandate where everyone just goes full Caleb Daniel, and sorry, you can't go on the ground unless you have protective headwear on of some sorts, or that ruling gets scrapped. For Mm. me, the line's blurred, Again, a frustrate fans ongoing for ages. I, 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 I tend to concur with the fact that it'll be frustrating, um, but I, yeah, I, I'm not sure if you're well. Perhaps, perhaps from, um, perhaps from from one angle, you are right. In, well, every, every look, single look, look season junior, there will be danger field on cruiser junior, ins, Look at incidents. junior footy, right? Junior footy, they've they've already brought in this. Instance of every kid wearing head gear, I think. Head headwear. That's pretty smart. Lower level. Junior. <laughs> I know. Ju- I know. Junior, junior footy isn't like the footy. I know. Game. I know. That, junior that we footy. Yeah. Playing. Though. I know. I know. It's nothing like the footy that. We're I know. And like, and you would be you and things. you would be aware of. Do you know what they call the bench in junior footy now? Because before it was rotation the, station. The rotation That's station. Right. Because everybody needs to have their go. Junior yeah. footy. Isn't you would isn't what it footy. isn't what it's what. And Isn't I what get, it used to be. Yeah, I and that's another. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another issue. Story as well. That's another issue that that. As that, a teacher, I've seen what junior footy is, and it makes me sick. But we'll move <laughs> on. Okay, it's, it's not what it used to be. That's but that's all right. That's 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 all right. I mean, we we can move on again from that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> grinding Zach's kids. Yeah, you're wrong, man. Yeah, 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 you're right. I a couple of beers with me. <laughs> so where do we sit on this fence then regarding incidents we play West Coast this weekend if a tackle's been made and or a, a little nudge I mean off yeah, field how, how as much well want, how much do you want to nitpick that's the especially when you're not at the ground if you're an MRO not reviewing this and you are just through 7 AFL as a consumer like us reviewing this mm. I think we need to accept there's one person that's going to make the decision and he which is this which is a ridiculous setup which is a ridiculous setup and I'm a bit disappointed given that he is an ex-player himself so he understands the workings of the game but again the game that he played is very very different mm. I think you scrap the slow motion replay and you, you you need to simplify the whole process and interpretation as much as you can Mm. Because the more complicated it is, the it more makes it subjective. Interpretation. Yeah, it it's, makes it subjective. Exactly right. And look, and a player's reputation also comes into it. You look at Schoenberg, and he's been done twice for a second yeah, but he has, we, yeah, we, he has a very. Um, oh, well, he, yeah, he's seen well, as a bit of a yeah, golden boy. Yeah, yeah, there's, the, there's a nice reputation. Well, yes. Who cares? Yeah, you know, I, I, and, I, know, I know. I know. Yeah, 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 I know. In the letter of the law, yeah, but, every but, you know, again, equality you can, under the you, law. You, you can go so, back and they said the sling tackle was basically bemoaned as you know something we need to exactly. get rid of the game. Yeah, players, and then it happens a player's and then it record or reputation should be completely irrelevant. irrelevant. If you yeah. want to stamp something out, it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a fair, there's no that's doubt. A fair call. But, but if you look at the difference between Sean Burgo and I, he's a statesman of the game he's been around forever all that stuff compared to yeah. someone like Tom Hawkins who's probably in their blacklist or something like that <laughs> but, but it is yeah. it, it's different yeah. no doubt it's different yeah yeah yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, you do make a you do make a point because it is it's something that we've we've obviously noticed over the years I could go back and find you 10 instances where you have players who've been done for a similar thing do you think Mooney and, and then, do you think Mooney was and their character. If it was a different time now, of course, Mooney would, Mooney would get double the amount. Yeah. Oh, yeah, correct. At the very least. Correct. Yeah. All I'm saying is that a player's character record should should be completely irrelevant. 
and yeah, and, and I could find and ten you, other instances. You judge it. You thing. judge it on the act. You judge it on the action at the time. That's 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 pretty much all. All you can. And you're forgetting do. something else that Sean Bergwin has in his favour. He's got. Alistair Clarkson who whinges and whinges about <laughs> everything, that's another story and, also. And yeah, and and there's a bit of a bit of trouble there, but he didn't get um didn't get called out on it. Were you surprised by that? Of course not. <laughs> Talking too much about Hawthorne here for me, yeah, boys. Let's, move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to it. Mm. But there are some news coming after the match. So one of those was the Hawkins incident, and luckily he's free to play because Against West Coast, assuming that we don't have that devastation of wet weather, they've got some serious tall timber in their team that can do some damage. And really up forward, with especially a key defender, sorry, key, both our key Ruckman out and, and Blitzar's playing in the Ruck, mm. Lockie Henderson has to play down back, we wouldn't be able to swing someone forward. And if we would... We would really be clutching at straws. You can't tell me you can blood Nathan Cougar against West Coast. You cannot tell me that at all. You're smiling there, old, because if you're a selector, you would pick the VFL team. <laughs> no, not quite. Um, but look, if Hawkins... I know this is... Um, after the fact, it, it wouldn't happen, right? But if Hawkins was out for this game, who would you select? How would you go about it? How would I? Yeah, how, how would how would you go how would yeah, you go about I'd, it? Would you debut? No, I'd play Gary Ryan full forward, play Tui half forward from the very start. Um you got two there, Sav's up there maybe play rotating. When maybe he's not rotating then deep dangerfield dangerfield deep in, yeah. in the forward line as well. At times. Uh no, not for this game. I like him in the mid. I don't okay. like him when he's forward. I think we've got enough players that can bring him to ground and the game's not about marking right now. Yeah. The game's about look at this season. It hasn't been to tall forward season yeah. into the last three, four weeks when Josh Kennedy's turned it on. Where was but the, before that, West Coast were, were horrid. Have, have there been any three, like, four have weeks. there been any massive marks or anything, really? So far this year? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We won't talk about one because it wasn't the Cats one. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Round> eight, yeah. <laughs> um But like in in you know, high high flying marks and, and these sorts of things. Because it's the pressure game. And that's why the, Hawthorne you're not seeing them failing. as often. Yeah. But it's the pressure game, and that's why teams like Hawthorne, who play a bit more methodical, and Geelong of maybe 2017, if they were playing like that this year, would be down the bottom of the ladder. But this game, it's an interesting one, because we can sit here for five hours, we can sit here for ten minutes and review it to how many extent we want. At the end of the day, we've got the four points. At the end of the day, Frio are a rubbish football team. With Nat Fife in there, they are a rubbish football team still. You put all their players that they've got injured there, they are a rubbish football team. Versus at the moment, yeah. We played... Look at the amount of outs we've got. Look at the amount... I don't know, they've got a lot of outs, but... The, <laughs> yeah, we had a bunch of outs and we were still able to, to field a... That's, and that's actually one of the... Guthrie, one of the commentators Guthrie said and as well. Got, that's actually what one the of the commentators said as well. There was only one time throughout the match where they severely threatened us in a tactical sense, and that's when they went down the centre, which led to Frederick getting the ball, having a shot on goal. He missed it, but he got a free kick. Still missed it. So it was a behind. But it was the only time throughout the match where I felt, okay, they're going down the guts. Mm. They're not going down the wing. It's not going to end up in a stoppage. It's not going to end up battling for the contested ball. And you're not going to get it just easily cut off. Because we were winning the contested ball. Whatever about the pressure stats, we were winning the contested ball and we were more silky and skillful in the rain. Thank you, Irish boys. Now, having said that, it's interesting when we talk about the players that are to come back and the players that did play, having seen that match, reports afterwards that Chuck Charlie Constable is likely to request a trade at the end of the season, Zach. Correct, yes, I've heard this from... From my source, and yes, had Sam Edmund broke the story actually on the same day and said, "Yeah, but we we all know he's contracted. Contracts don't mean anything anymore, so I don't read much into that." That yeah, and it's purely because he feels like he should be getting more game time than what he's getting. We had called this a while ago, and yeah, that that'll be the reason behind him requesting a trade at the end of the year. 
Oh, where do you think he would be heading? Is it straight into that question? Like, are we straight into that? Like he's gone. Where where do we think? I'm, I'm adamant he's gone. You, I've had that belief for quite a while. Yeah, I I thought that you have. That's um, exactly. Well, look, I, I I'm a realist, but yeah, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want to. You know. Yeah. I wouldn't want to lose him, and I also wouldn't want to say that he's absolutely out the door. Um, oh. but but look, I understand that we're saying that. Or you're saying no, that's no, fine. no, no, no. You're allowed your opinion. That's fine. Um, but um, in the reg- in yeah, in regards to where would you think he would be headed? That's that's well, the room is the room is a north uh, north Melbourne interested, yeah. And he wants to win games, so Zach's might be going to the same thing. He Saints wants then. to win games, so I'd say he'd be backing off from Arden Street. Just <laughs> <to win games. laughs> he, he would have to be finding a balance where he'd be saying, well, first of all, he'd want to be in a team where he's going to play every week because otherwise his justification for leaving isn't valid. Mm. And then he'd be hoping for a team that's either winning games now or is close to it. Yes. Two years ago, we were hit with similar news around a similar period that Tim Kelly wanted out of Geelong. Correct. Different circumstances. Tim Kelly wanted out of Geelong. Yeah. I know it was a different set of circumstances. Yeah. Personal, um, yeah, personal reasons as opposed to just purely first team ground football and wanting more first-team first yeah. football. But still, it's a player in our squad that wants out of the club. You look at output here, 19 disposals, I think. 19 disposals, yeah. Now, mm. how worried or frustrated, uh, if at all, are you about this? Because uh, the, the general consensus from other fans of other clubs is they're all looking, licking their lips for Charlie Constable, Charlie Constable, the next big thing, and every club would have him. I'm not, I'm not too worried purely because there were big raps on him, but what I've seen probably hasn't hasn't justified that. Look, in an ideal world, we, we'd probably keep him, but hasn't set the world on fire. I think he'd be disappointed with the game purely because there were a lot of senior guys out. I mean, this was going to be a really good chance for him to try and solidify his place. And we know the weather doesn't help, but you're right. Weather doesn't help, but again, when you look at who you've got out... Close had a good game and it was his first game. Close had a good game. I mean, Fogarty's in a similar boat to him as well. This would have been a good chance and they didn't wasn't terrible, but didn't stand out either. And he's been in the system a reasonable time now. Yes. Mind you. But but look, I'm a realist, as I said. I mean, I don't want to lose him, but I've just known you can read the tea leaves in some instances like this. Like, he's a young kid. There's big raps on him. He's stuck behind a lot of players here. I mean, a part of you can't blame him for trying to seek, I guess, greener pastures elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, it, to an extent, it, it seems like the opposite of what, George Holland Smith did in his earlier years where yes. if he had those opportunities like he was nearing that so nearing that yeah. first team and it never came to eventuate yeah. so he's made that call and we might, I can take credit to him credit to him for making that because it might look off career wise having said that you've played a rubbish team I'm sorry it's a rubbish team you have you've got 19 disposals and who are the ones that that were really in it in the middle. Guthrie, Duncan, and Menegola, Parfit. Parfit's not too much older than you. Yet he's been playing fantastic, whether it's tackling people, destroying them. And the reason why Chook in this format is because... Of speed. Of what, Zach? Speed. What all? Speed. Of speed. He lacks speed. I'm sorry, but he (laughs) cannot perform in the guts as an inside mid... When you don't have that speed, when you're talked about, I don't care what size you are, if you're Paddy Cripps potential mould or whatever, if you do not have the pace and the will to get mm. the ball forward, which is what this format is about, 16-minute yeah. plays. And mm. even if that changes back to 20 next year, yeah, it doesn't matter because the game has been revolutionised into the Richmond model. Mm-hmm. Chaos the, footy. The Western Bulldogs Richmond model. The chaos footy. Now, skill and contested ball doesn't win that always. Tapping the ball forward Jack Rewalt style does. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. And we saw that with Guthrie picking up the ball or getting it there at all costs. Yeah. Even though he didn't have the greatest disposal efficiency and that's why Mitch Duncan would look better on the stats score. But Guthrie was in and out there. 
Mm. Players mm. were just pushing it all through there. I'm not mm. saying that Chook had a bad game. I'm saying that his ceiling isn't what the AFL other teams think it is. No. And at I the think moment. he really... It, do, it, do we want him as our number one ball winner? No. You'd want why? why? Because we can get better from another club. We can get better trade from another club. He doesn't have the speed as an inside ball winner in today's game. First and foremost, done. I would love him as a hyphen type player sitting on the bench or to be there when someone gets injured. But unfortunately, it's his right to yeah. go out and play. For me, that's fine. We'll get a good draft pick, whether it be a third rounder or whatever. I can tell so you, you use wanna, that on you, someone. You want to keep him old, don't you? Oh, look, you know what I mean. I can yeah. see you're fidgeting over there. I know, <laughs> like, oh, no, you're not happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'd, 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 just li- I'd, I'd like, I'd like to, but I can understand the arguments. Um, well, that's it. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> that's I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to keep him. So you're, you're kind of, say, you're saying that without those senior players, if he was. Of course. Thrust it in, into the... You throw like, him into that Freire lineup. Face, he doesn't... Exactly. You throw yeah. him into that Freire lineup. he's non-existent. Mm. He's not even seen. Mm. He's not even talked about. Mm. I think we, we need to stop using the word... Um, who did you say he was being compared to? Patrick Cribbs, wasn't it? Like, he had the potential to be Patrick Cribbs. Same, same height, yeah. Same height. I think we need to stop doing that. Because I remember a time when they were saying, oh, Tom Gilly has the potential to be Matthew Scarlett. Well, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> Brendan Bolton has the potential to be the next Ron Barassi come. Well, that didn't work either. So <laughs> yeah. I think we need to get away yeah, from yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling the... Yeah. Yeah. Peter Street had the potential to be the best ruckman. Well, that didn't work yeah, either, did it? So. Yeah, yeah. These, these uh, big expectations that don't get um, no. realised. Matt, at the same time, I know he's young, and I, some people like to shelter the young kids a bit. Like, oh, okay, well, don't give them too much critique. Yep, they're still in the system. But I'm sorry, if you put your hand up and said, I want to trade, you, you're fair enough for, to yeah, be fair game. Yeah. critiqued. If you're under contract and you're fair enough to be under criticism. Mm. If you can't if you can't handle criticism, any form of, of feedback, we use feedback at school all the time, that well then being a, I think an athlete in any sport wouldn't be for you. I think stay at the, the perfect role model in this club that you'd look towards if I was Chuck would be Mitch Duncan. Why? Because he does not have that much Speed. He doesn't have huge acceleration. What he does have is great low center of gravity, a great ability to turn his player off, and a great kick. That's why we've seen him playing off the half back line between half back and center, if you like, to use it. And we've called him the quarterback so many times, Mm. who sets up play really and dictates. That's what I'd be looking for Chook to develop into, not to be the one who gets the clearance and runs and goes. Or an, a contested ball winner. Because he doesn't have the physical capabilities in this game. Unless the format changes, Steve Hocking, unless you do something that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, look, yeah, I, I would say that probably my my opinion is just, you know, more or less based on on the sentiment of... of I've roasted Chuck, give me something back. <laughs> <laughs> just wanting him to... Just, just, you know, the the uh, or wanting it to be that longer term prospect. But if he doesn't want that, I wake up. Come on. I know. If he doesn't want that, then then yeah, you have to you have to say that yeah, it's, he he may be out the door at some point. Yeah. And I think on an end note, because we probably we don't want to ro- roast Chook for the whole podcast, do we? Um, <laughs> I think in I think in the scheme of things, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> AFL players really aren't critiqued that much. If you watch... This has been a deep fried roast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) An unnecessarily deep fried roast as well. But yeah, I'll let you continue. Hang on, I've just got to gather myself together now. uh, I don't know about either of you, but I love my NRL as well. I watch that. If you go up to Sydney or Brisbane, they are critiqued far more harshly. Broncos have been in the news at the moment, not to get into too much about NRL. But their players have been critiqued, I'd say, what, five times what Charlie Constable is at Geelong. Because the expectations yeah, for yeah, them... Yeah, yeah, and look, and we're not going to go into... Yeah, State, yeah, yeah, and we're not going to go into that, but look, 
yeah, following an RL, I reckon the uh, some of the AFL boys do not get off lightly, but the critique normally isn't quite as harsh for what from the reason. media. Yeah, yeah, from the media. Yeah. Okay. Speaking yeah. of that, yeah, looking into. I guess that you've talked about NRL and we can yes. make comparisons towards other codes <clears> there and the NBA and how they're doing load management right now, coming back into the season and what has been the season there with big names like LeBron and Kawhi having undertaken a lot of stretches of load management. There's debate coming up against the West Coast here about potential players that should be rested. Now, we've got some comments here from fans regarding this. Dave Commando says, rest half the team, move them early to settle in the Queensland hub and right off the Eagles game. Have a genuine crack at winning the rest three. In that light, also, Leon Reeves says, what changes do we make? If it's dry weather, the Eagle will have lots of tall timber and lots of pace. Have to start well again against the Perth crowd. Would love to see danger starting forward as we have a good defensive midfield brigade now. Rocky D'Amelio says, don't rest too many. Attack the next four games and set up yeah, set up then rest the next four games. Mark Carlson says, game will won or loss at selection table. Stephen plays, we will get smashed. Personal playing, opinion playing there Jack, towards Jack, Jack Stephen. Um, I think we've roasted enough tonight, so we won't, <laughs> we won't go there further. Um, the comments there towards, first off, Resting players against the Eagles if we've got two big heavyweight matches coming up um, and in short time as well. Also, who we potentially do play, noting our injuries, the style of play, and what do we do against, as Leon's pointed out, West Coast's tall timber. Zach, put that to you. West Coast have got an array of tall timber. If this is a sunny, shiny day, different position for Charlie yeah, Constable, Lockie Fogarty, Sam Simpson, Brad Close, yeah. and you're up against West Coast? They do. We're not going to be resting half the team. I see no reason why we can't beat West Coast. Look, it's going to be a bloody tough game. It always mm. is over there, but mm. there's no reason why we can't. Look, With Hawk now, with back Hawk, in the team. Look, no doubt for me, looking at the teams, the weather's <clears throat> going to dictate, I think, how we set up. Should it should the rain come down hard again, I reckon you'd see maybe Hendo go out... Um, You'd so probably, you're with Rocky there when yeah. he says don't rest too many, attack no. next four games <clears throat> and set up, then rest during the last rest well, for well, the last four games. you look at the games. next three after that, we've got North Melbourne at the Gabba. Well, the under-8s could beat North Melbourne at the moment. <laughs> then we got St Kilda. That's, I'd say, probably just in our favour. And then you got Port Adelaide. Tough one. But all three of those are winnable games. I'd be saying North Melbourne would be the one. If you were going to rest the majority, I'd be doing it then personally, but... We got Probably. to attack. We got to attack West Coast. I mean, Nathan Kruger to debut. Why not? To throw a spanner in the works. No one they haven't seen him play. You mm. throw someone in who's got big raps on him from the sample. They don't know. They don't know what to expect. You got to try and catch him off guard. I think do something different. Why not? Yeah, I think you've made that argument in in um, prior episodes before. You know, to to I mean to to. <laughs> To do things. That... <laughs> That's all right. I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> episodes ago. Don't worry. No, just in just in the sense of um, you know, doing 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 something different, throwing and putting the um cat amongst the pigeons, or well, that's playing Zach for me. That's making tactical changes as well. When you see Zach Tui forward, yeah, in a wet weather game, makes sense. It, and his play was you saw it just kicking it. To yeah. get sixty meters at times or forward at all costs. Yeah. Now, this is we're assuming two ways here. If it's wet weather footy, that's great for us for me because that puts <laughs> a lot of their tools out of the game. Yeah. Um, we've got fantastic defense. Defense isn't injured, so mm-hmm. yeah, not an issue. Mm-hmm. If it's a dry game, relatively dry game, then we do have an issue. Who is going to take out TK? And by take out, I mean... Flatten. <laughs> yeah, the Tom Atkins tackle. <laughs> oh, come on. Who, who would do... Who, well, who's, who's going to be the matchup? Hashtag take out TK. Yeah. Who's going to be the yeah. matchup? Who's going to be the matchup? Bobby? Cameron Mooney. You don't need a matchup. on TV and get yeah. him back for one minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why not? <laughs> do, you need, do you need a matchup? Because then you're going... We, we, we haven't really had a who's tag. The, well, who would run with him or who... I, we, we used... 
the last taggers that we used were back in the Scott Selwood days, and we used Cam Guthrie and Scott Selwood as taggers. Now, Cam Guthrie's too good a player to be used as a tagger, and with the amount of outs we have, no, nah, you can't you can't, you can't tag it. anyone. Can't you've just it. got to let him free and play better than him. Yeah. Like, He's the sort who's going to be his direct opponent though that's what I mean like, he's, he's going to play in the guts I don't think you tag him anyway because I think for memory when he was playing for us he's the sort of player even when he was they did try and tag him but he did, he has that ability to sort of break the tag I'd be going after someone like Elliot Yo, who's been shut down before he's a good player as well Luke Shuey can duck and dive all he wants for his free kicks but he can be shut down as well so I'd, I'd be nearly accepting well, look TK he's just He's going to break a tag. It doesn't really matter who we send. Well, let's go to someone that we probably can shut down and try and limit his influence possibly another way. Is Gaff going to be involved as well? Gaff will be. Yep. As far as I know. Yeah. Unless something's changed. No, no. But it raises a good point because your prophet plays on the wing, mm-hmm. Sam Simpson, mm-hmm. and Gaff also <laughs> plays on the wing. A direct matchup there. So... Maybe the Sam Simpson fan club will be, I don't know, in a bit of distress after the game. Or <laughs> Elliot Yo as well. As far as I know, is he again, Zach? I'd yeah, he's playing. He's playing. Got his uh, striking challenge overturned or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he'll be playing. He's a really damaging player. So is TK. So is so is Shuey. So is Gaff. They've got a really... They got a good midfield that that's really deep, but like I said, I'd be going after someone else that has a history of being able to be tagged out of a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because what's the point in sending a, a good resource? Let let's say it's Cam Guthrie, for example. Why would you send your best tagger to someone who you probably admit that isn't going to be able to be tagged out of the game that well? Mm, you're better. A, yeah. You're better off going after someone else. Yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't go after one person. Man, I think they've got too many people. They got too many options. Yeah, well, too many, too yeah. Many. First, first three, four games they didn't turn up. Last four games they've been incredible. Yeah. With that Collingwood game, the West Coast played. I, I think best we, game of the I year. I think we probably. should back ourselves in. I mean, why not make it? Hopefully, for fans, just make it a free flowing game. You know, they've got a good midfield. So do we. No doubt, the area of concern would be their forwards, particularly as you said, if it is a dry day. Mm. That'd be the area of concern. Our forwards are good, probably not quite up to the standard of theirs, but at the same time, you back the defence in. Mm-hmm. Why not? And if Chook comes out with a really good game, then the I'm nervous. Work. I'm nervous for next week what I'm going to get back from from here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the roast may have worked. The roast, yeah. I've I've pulled a a curse on him. <laughs> the hex, the hex. You should be worried. He's going to be lining up next to Sam Simpson. Or what if they send Shuey or Cap or Elliot? Yo, who knows? Tim Kelly and Sam Simpson. There you go. <laughs> Wouldn't that be unreal? Oh, what if he was? Against, what if he against... was able to shut him out of the game? Look at the players there, the inside that can play. You've got Gaff plays outside. Yep. He's an amazing player. Then you've got. <laughs> yeah, look at the inside mids. Crazy. With surrounded by the ruckman that they have. Mm. Along with the forward lines, surrounded by pressure forwards, Luke Ryan, etc. Sorry, not Liam, Luke Ryan, Liam, Liam Ryan, thank you. Flying Ryan. Flying Ryan. Huh. It, this is a match for me. It's a big L. Um I'm okay with that. Yeah, I because I, noting yeah. the injuries that we have. Yeah, I don't ex- I don't look look, I want them to Go out there and try and win the game. Of course, you yeah. always want them to to yeah. you know, give an effort. Yeah. Um. I just want to see willingness effort. to win. And, and yeah, and will- willingness. Yeah. That's that's for me. The look at the outs that we have. Yeah, yeah. but I I don't anticipate them to win. But I I like the approach of of Zach just saying, why not? Let's you know let's let's see what can happen because. Mm. Miracle on grass type scenario. What? Is anything is possible? What? In sorry, what? Miracle on grass type scenario. Get out of this podcast. We're stopping (laughs) recording. (laughs) Anything on anything is uh, well. That game alone proves that anything is possible. Um, you got nothing to lose. On a one-off, you got nothing to lose. No one's no one's expecting it to win. I bet the house and everything I got that they'll get more free kicks than we do because that's standard over yeah, and there. And it's the yeah the 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 uh, the 
But again, if that's the mindset that they're going to the go... The fans doing the home... Well, home ground advantage. If that's the mindset that they're going in with, though, those are the sort of games where you can win. If we get a good start, take the crowd out of it a little bit, there's no reason why not at all. So, Leon's one of those questions. What changes would you make this week? Well, not knowing Tom Atkins' prognosis, not knowing the, uh, the few short-term prognosis... I'd say zero, honestly. If for me this game is down to... If I'm predicting a loss realistically, then why not play Chook? Why play not again. play Fogarty? Why not see what Brad Close can do? Why not see I mean, what Samson can do up against arguably the best team in the league along with Brisbane and Collingwood on their night and um, some, some others potentially? Yeah. Why not? As I said, I'd be waiting for the weather report first because like I said I reckon the weather will just totally change not just how we line up but how they line up oh yeah as well no doubt about that so I'll be waiting for the weather report mm-hmm. first but and that was what's horrendous about Friday because mm. it, it was 24 degrees all day and then minutes before the match gets played it starts pouring down that's it but in saying that if it were to rain it would still much it'll be a much better quality game when you're playing better quality opposition also Yes. Like yeah. West Coast aren't going to score, what, 16 points in a game? No way. They'll score that in a quarter if they want to. So, But that'll change the dynamic of both teams, what the weather does. No doubt about that. Also pricked up my ears there when just the, the margin point. When there was a period, I think, in the fourth quarter when Freo did manage a goal and they got to 18 points, I think. Yeah. Two goals, six. That... Oh, sorry, that they they didn't get eighteen points, <laughs> but they did manage a goal and they pulled it to back get within to get within points. three yeah. to get within eighteen points. Yeah, and three goals and they had the momentum at that stage. Momentum is everything, even if it's in the cold. Yes, it's harder to score, more likely behinds. But we said before the game, if we lose to Frio, then that's the twenty twenty is yeah that's a write off and we're looking towards really talking about 2021 and the future of the, the club, club in terms yeah. of selection and the club yeah. as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm but, glad we got away with the full point yeah, for that. <laughs> yeah, because it could have been... It could have been kind of dire had we lost that game. Um, but we didn't, so... You know, it's it's kind of not worth thinking about to a degree, which is good. Um, or we don't have to, we're not... You know, it's it's we don't have to have the uncomfortable conversation. Zach, in that regard, West Coast this weekend. Any further thoughts? We can win the game. We're we're not favourites, as I've said. I'm not going to say the same thing over again. But I genuinely think we can win this game. I'll tip us to win by two gold. Why not? Yep. I'm not a chariot out, so when ESPN footy tips hit, I always go cats, so I'll go cats by one point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make a prediction. Even realistically, I don't think we'll win. Nathan yeah. Kruger, I'm predicting he'll play. <laughs> <laughs> even even with Hawk in the team? Don't be surprised. Oh, okay, you might have they, some... They may make changes. No, I have no, no male, no what's, none whatsoever, but as I said, when, yeah, why not? I like why, not, why not play him? I like yeah. Smokey. I'd look, love to. Lucky Henderson in was a smoky. Yeah. Brad Close in was a smoky. Because you look at our tools very quickly, apart from Hawkins, none of them you know really what you're stood gonna get. out. You know it's sad that he's going to bring the ball down, but he, he he's not going to mark it. Well, Hawkins obviously plays. Sav, I'd say, plays. But some of the others, maybe. I mean, Close did well. First game, you know, goal. That was a nice touch. But but no no club knows what Brad Close has got. Until That's right. Until we this game. No club knows what... Gen- but, uh, Jen Barvis. Ben, <laughs> ben Jarvis. Ben Jarvis has got. Until he plays an NFL game. Right. And, and let's not forget Nathan Kruger, because he was meant to go to Carlton originally, due to be breathing a sigh of relief, he didn't. Um, massive raps on him in the sandful as well. Like massive mm. raps on him as a player. And also, uh, one of his mentors is uh, Andrew McLeod as well. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, who's Andrew McLeod? <laughs> yeah. West Coast by one for me. 
I like the positivity, Zach, in your prediction. Yep. I really do. It'll be interesting. And this season's a strange one because even though it's small amount of games, we're seeing so many more injuries. The stoppage times there have just increased the intensity. Yep. We haven't seen more goals, but it's just the willingness to get the ball forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can argue the point regarding lack of skills versus increased intensity. You're not going to get the same handball efficiency as you would. Mm. Um, it's just interesting to see the progression or if it is progression, the, the change of the game this year. Mm. Knowing that things like can be changed changes. back. And, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens in 2021. It's just fantastic to have fans back. Final thoughts for the West Coast game? Oh, I... Um... I tend to agree with you. I don't think we will win, but I'll, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Um, so who's taking the cherries? What was your What was your bet? By how many? Two, two goals. goals. Two, two goals. goals. I'll go one point. I'd still look. I'd still yeah. I'd still tip the cats because I remember last season I was. Um, but you just said you didn't think we could win. Yeah, but I. I I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't like to bet. Ag- I don't. You know. I don't think we're going to win realistically. You don't like I to bet think... against. You still don't like to bet no, to no, go no, against no. the team. Um, <laughs> because I remember I did that um, last year in a Sydney game. I went to get yes, yes. I think it was last year. I tipped. You won't hear this episode, Zach. He I tipped against Geelong. I tipped, I tipped against Geelong on he air. He tipped against on Geelong. You. And he's still part of this podcast. (laughs) I tipped against Geelong on air and then Jermaine Jones had uh, 10 tackles or or whatever and somehow... Is that really true? The the Cats ended up winning the game. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Forget that. Hang on. You you really tipped against Geelong? On on air... No, no. (laughs) Get your membership card. Microwave it. You're out. Unbelievable. (laughs) You're... Gone of the um, Sam Simpson fan. <laughs> someone else taken over. Unbelievable. <laughs> Mortal sin. <laughs> Mortal sin. We need to make a public apology now. But, on behalf of this community clouder. But anyway. look, um, on the whole... Um, as, how many points? Yeah, as I said, how many points... If the Gats are going to win, it would be a tight one. So, six points. You've gone 12, I've yep. gone 1, you've gone, alright, yeah, wait for them to decide, and then I'll go yeah, even splits. As the, as the th- yeah, as you have in the past as well. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm a serial offender in that, in that case. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm really interested to see. Um, if you guys are roasting me next week to see if a certain rooster has... Uh, a decent game a great game or a, some form of a game up against a fantastic outfit in West Coast Eagles so maybe I will not be saying too many words next week maybe until then maybe you'll be eating um, your words or eating chicken we'll, we'll be here talking about our good win next week okay <laughs> leave it at that until then, signing off is the Sam Simpson pod. Uh, sorry, not podcast. Uh, fan page. <laughs> no, there's an idea for you. Sam Simpson podcast. Until <laughs> then, <laughs> we've had enough. See you guys. Go cats. Go cats. Go cats. <laughs>